0: How is it going everybody? Welcome back to Social Media Marketing School. For those of you that are new here, I am your host Ethan Bridge and I just want to start off by saying thank you all for tuning in to today's show. Now today's episode is all about recording that perfect Instagram live and I'm going to give you some of my tips and tricks on how you can actually record that perfect Instagram live because if you look around nowadays, especially in the entrepreneurial space, the content creation, the Instagram growth, design, you name it, those kind of niches, you're actually starting to see more and more creators implementing live content into their wider content strategy. It's becoming more and more popular because it gives your audience that sort of more personal feel, more personal style to your content, as it actually allows you as a creator to get to know your audience on a first-hand basis. Maybe you invite people onto the live so they can ask you questions. It's just a Q&A in the comments, or they are seeing more of an inside, behind the scenes look into your life because, Instagram Live is actually a much less formal way of creating a piece of content. It's not like that content you are producing on your feed where it looks professional, it looks well done, it looks like it's taken time. With an Instagram Live, you can just hop on and talk as long as you have something to talk about. And I'll talk about that later on in the episode, but it gives people that behind the scenes look into what you do. It's less formal, much more personal. So, how on earth do you actually record the perfect Instagram live? Because it's not as simple as tapping record and just talking away. Because if you want it to be a part of your wider content strategy, you actually need to start taking lives seriously as if they are a more formal piece of content because they can work incredibly well at building that trust with your audience, building that personality, getting your audience to know you and vice versa. So let's start with. Obviously, practice makes perfect. When you do your first Instagram Live, you are going to feel awkward. You are going to feel a bit nervous. You may not know what to talk about. You don't know if your audience is actually going to show up and watch. It could just all go wrong. So just remember, that first one is a start. You may be nervous, but at least you're starting. You are doing one more Instagram Live than the person who isn't and you are starting, you will get better. The more you go live, the more comfortable you'll get, the better your audience will get to know you, the more they'll ask you questions and you'll just get better at it. When I recorded my first podcast, for example, very similar, I am talking into a microphone. Yes, I can do some editing to make sure that my podcast is as clean as possible when it goes out, but I try not to. I try to keep it as authentic as I possibly can because as a content creator myself, I need to practice these things because one day if I want to be speaking up on stage, doing public speaking in front of audiences, I'm not going to get that second chance to edit after I've recorded. You can't do that in real life. You have to be off the cuff. You have to be comfortable and you have to be ready to respond to your audience. So it's a great way of practicing these things. Instagram Live, it prepares you for those public speaking opportunities that you may run into later down the line so back to the point practice makes perfect your first one will be bad i'm telling you now but don't worry about it keep going keep pushing keep showing up and you will get better point number two and i see a lot of people making this mistake don't just jump on an instagram live for the sake of it don't just jump on because you're bored and want to have a chat with someone actually have an outline of what you're going to say or a topic you're going to speak on maybe plan it in advance let your audience know that you're going live at 8 pm to talk about xyz or you're going live at 8 30 to do a a q a that way your audience is actually prepared you can prepare you're much more likely to have an enjoyable experience because you won't be worrying about that next thing you have to talk about or you won't be stumbling on your words. You won't have that awkward interaction with your audience where you're sitting in silence and you're waiting for them to ask a question and they don't know if you prepare them saying that they've got a QA and a and to bring questions then they're going to have them obviously. And if you actually plan out a piece of content such as my engagement strategy from zero to a thousand followers. If you've got that episode planned out, if you know what you're going to talk about, then the episode is going to flow. So have an outline for your episode. Don't just jump on with no idea because you're bored. Have a structured episode and treat it like it is a proper piece of content that's going to stay evergreen and around forever so people can refer back to it if they need to. And my next point, and this isn't essential, but if you are looking to take Instagram Live seriously, If you're looking to maybe do live interviews or jump on podcasts or maybe even live stream on YouTube or LinkedIn, maybe think about investing in your setup, whether that be a microphone, that'd be the main thing I would recommend because at the end of the day, people are listening to what you say. You can just get a cheap lapel mic that plugs straight into your iPhone for as little as £20 or let's say $25 on Amazon. And that microphone is going to be far better quality than that of which you talk straight into your phone. The microphone on your phone is not great. I personally have my Blue Yeti, which is what I'm talking on right now. And then I have a little attachment that plugs into my iPhone. It's actually, if you guys want to know how to use your Blue Yeti with your phone, it's a Lightning to USB 3 camera adapter. You plug the USB port into the camera port, you power it up by plugging your charger in, and then that plugs straight into your iPhone. And that actually allows you to use a USB mic on your phone. So when I can actually live stream, when I do live stream, I use this Blue Yeti. It gives me the best sound quality possible and it just makes it all that more enjoyable for my audience that is listening because they are there to listen to what I'm saying. They don't necessarily have to see me. They don't have to use the visuals. Yes, that is providing that personality like I mentioned earlier, but ultimately they are there for what I have to say. So if you can get your sound quality as good as possible, It makes your content just seem that little bit more professional. You are going the extra mile for your audience, and they will notice. They will see that you're putting that extra effort in, and they'll appreciate it. Another thing that you could buy is a ring light. So that's essentially, if you don't know, a little light that's in the shape of a ring. And lighting is everything when it comes to video quality. You can have the best camera in the world. If your lighting is awful, the camera is going to look awful. So just having a small ring light actually provides some fantastic lighting. It makes your video quality look far, far better. And if you are on Instagram live and people are seeing you, if you have a little bit of a production setup behind you, that is superb. It makes it look all that more professional. People can see you. They are more likely to take you seriously if you look better, if you look like you're in a professional environment. And that segues perfectly into my next point, which is thinking about your lighting and your setting. Because if you're going live and you want your audience to see you, you don't want to be sitting in a dark room. You want to be having some good lighting. You want to be well lit, sat in front of a window if you don't have a ring light. That natural light actually provides perfect light. It makes your face well lit, very even, looks great. And you need to think about a background. It's, It's simple. You don't sit in your bedroom with your bed that's not been made, washing all over the floor, you name it think about your professionalism. Sit in front of your desk, at your desk. It may just even be in front of a blank wall. Something that just looks a little bit more professional than, say, your bed or your pillows or just something. Just think about it. It's that simple. With me, I would sit in front of my desk set up. I've got a little bit more of a professional environment because I've got my podcast. It looks well set up. I've my phone panels on the wall. So that looks quite professional there. And then I've actually got obviously my microphone mounted on my desk, which is plugged into my phone. So I have to sit somewhat near, otherwise I can't get the use out of my microphone unless I unplug it and put it somewhere. But it just provides that little bit of extra professionalism when I am doing my live videos, because especially if you're trying to promote a business or a product or a service, you name it, through your Instagram profile, when people actually see you and the environment in which you're working in, they're going to want to see that professionalism from you. Because at the end of the day, your audience who are listening to your live, those that are actually going to eventually being putting money in your pocket. They are your target audience. They are your customer. And if you want them to trust you, if if you want them to think that you're professional and know what you're talking about you need to think about just having that professional setting professional background professional sound quality you name it you want to make the live experience as enjoyable for your audience as possible so take that note seriously invest a little bit of money into your setup and think about your background but if you really are on a tight budget Sit in front of, let's say, just a blank white wall, something, just a plain painted wall, or in front of your desk setup, and please, please, please just plug in your white earphones that come with your iPhone, if you have an iPhone, or your headphones that come with your Android, because that little microphone on those headphones is actually pretty decent quality. You'll be surprised. It's much better than that of just the microphone and the phone. So just plug in that headset. It's simple and it's free because it comes with the phone. If you've invested in the phone, you've got the headphones. So just do that. That is on a budget. But if you've got a little bit of money to invest, think about investing in that lapel mic that I mentioned that plugs straight into your phone. If you've got a little bit more, maybe get a Blue Yeti. And if you want to go all out, then I mean, get the Shure SM7B. That is the best microphone you can get, but that is the full whack, you will have to get all the extra attachments to actually make it work because it doesn't simply plug into your phone. It's not a USB microphone. So you would have to obviously look into that in more detail, but on a budget, Apple earphones will be perfectly fine. Now, next point I want to mention is, come on, be yourself. On your live, if you aren't being yourself, your audience are going to realize that immediately. They are going to call you out and just realize you're trying to be someone you are not. You need to be doing the live stream in the first place because you enjoy it. If you're not having fun and staying true to yourself when live streaming, your audience are going to be able to tell right away. Broadcasting live is all about letting your personality with all its peculiarities and differences shine through. This is your chance to show your real colors. You're not stuck behind a carousel post now or an infographic. You are there. You are showing yourself. You are showing your personality. And ultimately, that is what people are going to buy into. They aren't going to buy into your carousel or your infographic. They want to know who you are. People do business with people. People don't do business with content. You need to remember that. So you need to be thinking about putting that face to your page, that personality, to your page because it is that personality that people are going to buy into. If you've got a fantastic personality, if you're funny, if you're charismatic, let that show, let that shine through because people will love that. People will latch onto that. They will build that trust and they will eventually purchase your product or service. And that is what you want. That is what your main goal of being on that social media platform is. Swiftly moving on to my next point, And it's all about engaging with your audience. One of the best things about live streaming is that it allows you to have that personalized interaction with your viewers. I've mentioned it hundreds of times, and I will continue to because that is what you need to be having. And this is a great way to get people interested in you and your business without coming off as too silly that you you aren't going in for that hard sell like many people do in the DMs or what you're doing with your content, promoting products and services. It's more personal. So a great way to interact with your live is through an ask me anything, Q&A, you name it. Every once in a while, just do a live stream where you take questions from your viewers and answer them in a casual, lighthearted manner. It doesn't have to be formal. It just needs to be you in front of the camera talking to your audience. And as I said, you can either invite them onto the live stream. Some may not feel comfortable with doing that. And if they don't, just get them to comment it in the live comment feed. It's a great way of doing it. I cannot tell you to do it more. But when engaging with your audience, there are a few things that you have to be a little bit aware of. So you need to be prepared to give some detail into your personal life. As I said, It's a personal thing to do. So people are going to start asking questions on that. So be prepared. And you need to be offering something of value when you're actually on these lives. They aren't going to just simple question and answers. If you're a chef, for example, teach a recipe live. That's a great way of showing your expertise. Just if you're cooking dinner, Whack on that Instagram live, and there you go. If you're a content creator, take them through the process of you creating a piece of content. That's that added piece of content that you're essentially doing anyway. You are creating a post that you're going to post on your feed. Why not show people how to do it live? Then they can ask you questions while you're doing it, while you're doing certain aspects, why you are putting that over there, how you are doing this effect, they can ask those questions as you are doing it live. And it's a great way of incorporating that Q&A into something that you're doing already. It's not actually out of your way. It's no extra effort on your part because you are already creating that content for a purpose. And one of the best things, those that are able to articulate their lives the best are those that are very, very good at storytelling. Storytelling is everything. It keeps people entertained. It gives a sense of purpose behind what you're talking about. So if you can actually get really good at storytelling and taking people from a start to a finish within a live, it makes your audience actually feel as if their time was well spent because they've been taken through a start to finish process, able to leave with actionable steps to go and do it themselves. And That is going to round up all that I have to say with regards to making the perfect Instagram Live. And I hope I have provided you with some actionable steps that you can take away and now implement into your lives. And just to round off the episode, I'll give a quick recap on the tips I have given throughout the episode. So you don't have to remember them or listen again. If you want to listen again, please do, but I'm not gonna complain about that, but here we go. Practice makes perfect. Your first live is going to be awful, but trust me, the more and more you do them, the better you will get. Point number two, have an outline. Don't just go into a live because you're bored with nothing to talk about. Treat it as another piece of content that is part of your wider content strategy. Go in with a plan. Go in with what you are going to talk about already so you are prepared. and You don't mess up. Point number three, think about investing in some equipment just so that you can have that higher production value that I mentioned, and it makes you look that little bit more professional. Point number four, think about your lighting and setting. If you don't have professional studio lights, like most people sit in front of a window, it makes a huge difference. That daylight looks fantastic and makes you look all that more presentable. And think about your background as well. If you can sit against a blank wall or your desk setup, if it looks professional, perfect don't sit in front of your messy bedroom with clothes all over the floor that is not going to make you look good in the eyes of your audience point number six be yourself if you aren't able to be yourself on live then don't go on live at all people will realize if you're not having fun people will realize if you're not authentic so just be you And my final point I made was use your lives as a chance to engage with your audience. It is a personal piece of content. It gives an insight into your behind the scenes, but it also gives you a chance to get to know your audience on a more personal level. So make the most of it, engage with your audience. Now, if you have got any questions whatsoever regarding anything I have mentioned in today's episode, please reach out to me on Instagram at The Marketing Ethan. I'll also leave that in the show notes so you don't have to remember. I will try to get back to any of you that DM me. I am thoroughly enjoying getting to know you guys, those of you that listen to the podcast. So just send me a DM and we can have a chat. And if you did enjoy the episode, I'd really appreciate if you hit that subscribe or follow button, depending on what platform you're on. That way, you will never miss an episode when I post every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And just one more ask from me, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please, please head over to the show page, scroll to the bottom, and leave the podcast a five-star rating and review. Because I cannot tell you how much that actually helps me out means to me as a host it gets me into that podcast algorithm it gets me to reach that extended audience that i couldn't previously reach by ranking me on the charts and it essentially helps me produce these episodes for you every single week but if you have made it to this point in the episode i just want to finish off by saying thank you all for tuning in to this episode of social media marketing school